Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Feeling ready to create your fate? Don't just think about it. Take inspired action. And yes, this is officially your sign because there are still a few spots left in my Create Your Fate Yoga and Mindfulness Retreat in August taking place in Canton, Texas that I am hosting with my amazing friend, Jose Portillo, who I know y'all have heard on the podcast. So visit letscreateyourfate.com for more information and I'll see you all there. I'll be happy when I lose 10 pounds. I'll be happy when I get my promotion. I'll be happy when I'm finally married. I'll be happy once I have kids. I'll be happy once I get my kid into this one school. I mean, let's stay real here. Who hasn't said anything along these lines? It's called the I'll be happy when syndrome or something called conditional happiness. It's this belief that you can only attain happiness when you do something specific or you obtain something of a particular value or experience a certain life event. And if you can't be happy without it, your happiness then becomes conditional on obtaining that one certain thing. So therefore, you cannot be unconditionally happy. Yikes, that doesn't sound fun. Don't don't sign me up for, for conditional happiness. And I'm not saying that you can't feel, you know, sadness sometimes or, uh, or anything that would be deemed a negative emotion, but that underlying sense of happiness, right? I know I've certainly been the author of writing conditional happiness into my story. I mean, I personally have said this, I'll be happy when I get married. And then at some point that turned into, I'll be happy once I get divorced. I'll be happy once I quit being a dental hygienist. I'll be happy once I'm a soul cycle instructor. And I'm not saying it ended there. Um, I still find myself overcoming moments of wanting more and, and basing happiness on that. But thankfully, I got a hold of my consciousness and learned to be happy in the moment. And I want to spend today sharing a few ideas to help you be happy now. I mean, that's what we all want, right? We want to be happy. Yes, of course you do. That's not a trick question. We all want to be happy. And the interesting part is that you know we have so many external factors to blame our unhappiness on, right? Our circumstances, our family, uh, the pandemic, the way we were raised, our opportunities, things that other people have gotten that we didn't get, our genetics even. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And I'm going to remind you of my this one favorite phrase of mine. What you look for, you will find. So if you are looking for a reason to be unhappy, newsflash, you will find it. And that's why it's so important to learn where true happiness actually comes from. Where do you think it is? I'll actually just give you the answer here. It's inside, not outside. It's you. You control your own happiness. 
And this is amazing. But wait, there's even more. What is better than controlling your own happiness? Allowing your own happiness right now. So today we're going to chat about a couple of roadblocks to why it's so hard to allow ourselves to be happy in the present moment. And then I'm going to share three ways to begin to be unconditionally happy beginning right now. So let's just dive in. Why are you not letting yourself be happy now? What is your I'll be happy when statement? What are you waiting for to happen? When you lose a few pounds, that's when you'll decide to feel good about yourself. When you graduate, when you end your dream job, that's when you decide you're going to feel successful. When you're the top performer, when you reach a certain status, when everybody gets along, what is it? What are you waiting to happen to click, magically turn on your happiness? And I'm not saying that, hey, all these things are great things and they can't add to your happiness. But why do you think you can't feel happy now and later? Does it have to be this waiting game where you have to pick this or that? I have to be happy now or I'm going to be happy later. Why can't you have both? Right? Both sounds better, <laughs> at least to me. I mean, if you think about it, this I'll be happy when situation, it's, it's quite depressing. What if when never happens? Does that mean that we'll never be happy? Because that sounds awful. And conditional happiness prevents us from feeling fulfilled and living our now life to the fullest. I mean, honestly, that kind of sucks, right? What about unconditional happiness, where you're happy no matter what external events are happening in your life, no matter how much further you need to go to reach your goal, regardless of how unperfect it is, and regardless of your current situation, why wouldn't I want to be unconditionally happy? Ask yourself that. It's funny because you might have these, you know, little holdups that you might not even know about, right? Again, these unconscious holdups. You know, maybe you think that being unconditionally happy makes you oblivious to the steps needed to achieve your goal, right? It's like this toxic positivity uh, that we keep hearing about that won't allow you to analyze the road ahead properly or no, I can't feel unconditionally happy because I have to experience these negative emotions and I can't be simultaneously happy and sad at the same time. Maybe being uncontrollably happy makes you feel guilty. If I allow myself to be happy, then won't people think that I'm selfish or bragging about all of the ways that my life is so amazing? You know, this one really important person in my life, they're going through something really sad right now. I, I, I can't feel happy. That would be selfish and mean of me. Maybe being unconditionally happy makes you feel less driven. If I feel happy now, then what's going to keep me motivated to keep going? Can't I just coast and, and be happy then, right? I must achieve this thing because I, if, I'm, if I'm less, if I'm not happy now, that means 
that is going to drive my success, that's going to drive my actions so I can ensure that I will get my goal. And these are all good points. Sure. Right. Again, I'm going to go back to what I said before. You always find what you look for. So if you're looking for a reason to um, stay oblivious to what you need to do to achieve your big goals, you'll find it. Don't blame happiness. If you're looking for a reason to feel guilty about your life or continue to stay in sadness, you'll find it. But don't blame happiness. If you're looking for a way to self-sabotage your success, you'll find it. But don't blame happiness. Happiness is not a detriment to your success, to your goals, to your life. In fact, it can be a foundation. Sounds pretty nice, right? But only if you allow it. You, regardless of any situation going on in your life right now, no matter how imperfect things are right now, uh, no matter how big your big goals and your big vision is, you are allowed to be happy. Now, say it out loud. I am allowed to be happy. I am allowed to be happy now. And being happy does not mean that things are perfect. Being happy doesn't mean that you can't be sad about something too. Being happy does not mean that you don't care about other people who aren't as happy as you are. Being happy does not mean that you are settling and don't want more out of life. These are all myths. Being happy means that you're happy. Period. We as humans feel the need to overcomplicate and and overthink every tiny little thing. And that makes us spiral in these circles and circles to the point where now it's like, hey, now we think happiness is bad. Like, come on, y'all. Like, let's just chill, right? Happiness is not bad. Let's stop overthinking it. Let's keep it simple. We can't think that happiness can be felt all the time and that we have to wait until something happens for us to be happy. Do we realize how messed up that is? Right? So quick little question. Where did we learn this? Where did you learn that? Because honestly, I don't know. You know, have you ever felt like you're not allowed to be happy yet? Or like, ooh, it would be inappropriate for me to be happy right now. Or, oh my gosh, if people know that I'm happy with just this simple little thing, they're going to think I'm simple-minded and that I don't want more out of life. Right? You feel bad about being happy or that you shouldn't feel happy, or that someone's going to judge your happiness. And what this does, it, it causes dissonance between how you actually feel and how you think you should feel. And that leads to confusion. And the universe doesn't like confusion. Right? Looping in the law of attraction here, as always, if you are giving off confusing energy around happiness... That is exactly what you are going to get in return. So let's clear up all the confusion around happiness so you can put clear and happy vibes out to you, the universe, and to all the people around you, right? Um, you know, it's, it's funny because a stat that I recently came about, it was from uh, ABC News, and it says 40% of your happiness is within your control. And it's determined by your thoughts and your actions. 
So your thoughts and your actions can allow 40% more happiness, right? That's a lot. That's kind of like a make it or break it type number. So in order for you to be happy now, you get clear on the fact that, hey, you are allowed to be happy. If you want to control or allow your happiness, that means you must control your unhappiness as well. So if you control your unhappiness, you can ensure that that 40% of the happiness, you know, controlled by your thoughts and actions is mostly, if not completely, happy versus unhappy. So let's talk about unhappiness. Let's talk about something called background unhappiness. Mm. Mm-hmm. I got this article from uh, Daring to Live Fully. And they talk about Eckhart Tolle, and I know I've talked uh, about him on the podcast before, but if you're not familiar with him, he is this amazing spiritual leader. He focuses on the power of truly being present and present in the now, happy in the now. And in his new book, he talks about, it's, it's called a, a New Earth. He talks about, and this comes straight from this article, uh, talks about background unhappiness and that most people actually experience constantly. It's a general feeling of discontentment, resentment, and irritation that's present in the background as you go about your daily life, right? Um, it might not even be, this is my my own thought interjecting into this article, but it's not even conscious, right? You're not consciously aware of it. It is unconscious, meaning you are subconscious feels this energy of discontentment, resentment, irritation. It's not something that you you constantly have to think about in your conscious mind, right? But it's there, right? It, it, this energy attaches to our subconscious and that is the energy that resonates that vibration for that law of attraction, right? So if you are putting out this feeling of discontentment, resentment, and irritation, it's like, oh, what do you think that you're going to get more of, right? And this uh, this feeling, going back to the article, is fed by unconscious thoughts that go along the following lines. There is something that needs to happen in my life before I can be at peace. And I resent that it hasn't happened yet. So um, that's taking yourself out of the present into the future. And here's another thing. Something happened in the past that should not have happened, and I resent that. If that hadn't happened, I would be at peace now. So that's putting yourself out of out of the present and into the past. So most people are constantly telling themselves stories of how they'll be at peace at some point in the future once a certain event happens or when they reach some goal that they set for themselves or become this or that. And sometimes the story is about how they'll never achieve peace of mind or happiness because of something that happened in the past. It's either future or past. And Eckhart Tolle adds that the people's stories could all be entitled, Why I Cannot Be at Peace Now. And again, that's just taking yourself out of the present moment, living in the past or the future. And he goes on to say that in order to be happy, we have to make peace with the present moment. And I love that. And he shares this one story about two ducks getting into a fight and uh, they they get into a fight and then they do this immediately after. 
they separate and they float off in opposite directions. And they each flap their wings vigorously a few times to get rid of the surplus energy that built up during the fight. And after flapping their wings, they float on peacefully as if nothing had happened. Right? That's amazing. Now, if that were you, uh, you know, in a little duck fight, we'll call it, does that happen easily for you? Do you make peace with the present moment or are you still lingering on the past or even going to the future, like worrying about, hey, is this going to happen again? Right? And Eckhart Tolle says, you know, if, the, if these ducks would have had a human mind, it would probably tell a story like this. Like, I can't believe he just did that. Who does he think he is? The nerve. He has absolutely no consideration of others. He thinks he owns this pond. I'm sure he is already plotting some new way to annoy me. He's not going to get away with it. I'll show him. And the lesson, the article wraps up and says, uh, this is the lesson that the ducks teach us. Flap your wings. That is, you know, shake off the surplus energy you feel after a negative encounter. And then you let go of the stories you're telling yourselves and return to the only place of power, which is the present moment, right? Letting go of negative emotions, letting go of things that have happened in the past, letting go of thoughts of things that haven't happened yet in the future. You have to let go of all that stuff because not letting go of all that stuff is a huge block to manifesting uh, the life that you want, right? So you have to make peace with the present moment. And that's going to be the start of our journey of how we can be happy now, right? So uh, the book again is called A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. And uh, I typically recommend reading his books instead of listening to his books because it is kind of, it's heavy stuff. So I like to read it personally. But so shake off that background unhappiness. How much background unhappiness that your subconscious is is fueling and vibrating at is adding to that 40% of happiness that you control. Right? So not being happy after all of that 40% is subconsciously, you know, con- subconsciously always unhappy, you know, that background unhappiness. So you know, let's get clear on allowing yourself to be happy and shake off that background unhappiness. And once you do or begin the journey with both of those things, then you can begin to actually practice being happy. And I know it sounds really weird, but it's a practice, just like anything else. To get it, to get good at being happy, you have to practice it. How often do you practice being happy? So. Are you ready for the three best ways to be happy right now? One, enjoy the present and enjoy yourself in the present. Enjoy the present. What's going really well for you right now? What's a moment that you can enjoy because you know it's not going to last forever? Enjoy that moment. Enjoy the temporary moments. Enjoy the fact that the moments are temporary. Right? Some of these things in your life, they're not going to last forever. So enjoy them or enjoy yourself in spite of them. If it's not, if it's, you know, not a positive thing, it's, um, you know, it's not going to last forever. Enjoy the temporary. And I remember, you know, this is actually before I got married. Uh, I was still engaged to my now ex-husband, but I moved from Pittsburgh to Wichita, Kansas, um, 
for his job. And we were supposed to immediately, you know, we were supposed to directly go from Pittsburgh to Houston, but got rerouted at the last minute. And we were only supposed to be there for a month or two. So, you know, because it was going to be so short term, I I didn't get a job and we actually rented this terrible furniture. It was so uncomfortable, but, um, you know, because it was one to two months. Right. So at the time I was a dental hygienist, too. So in order to go through all the licensure for everything, it would have taken too long. It wasn't even worth it for only being there for a month or two. So I, I lived in the future like, OK, I'm, my life is going to start when I get to Houston. Right. So um, I, I waited. My life was on hold. And I didn't even make friends right away because I'm like, you know, like, what's the point? I'm only going to be here for a month or two, right? I'll make friends when, um, which clearly added adds to my happiness. Personally, I, I love social interaction with with friends, but um, I I'll, I'll do that when I get to Houston, right? And uh, I I didn't get a job. I'll do that when I get to Houston, right? So then what happens is um, I based my happiness off of when I was getting to Houston and. You know what happened? One month turned into two months, which turned into three months. And then it was four months. And then it was another month, another month. It was like, you know, miserable. I was friendless. I didn't have a job, which I had I've had a job since I was, I think, 15, 14. So I really had nothing to do. And I was bored. And I actually got into this terrible habit of watching Law & Order SVU till 5 a.m. every night. And I was so depressed because I didn't have any friends. And I just felt kind of like I was in limbo. And I was putting my happiness on hold. And, you know, I didn't really have anything to do. And I remember at one time, I think this is when Frozen came out. I think I watched that movie four times in a row one night, just like crying to myself on the couch because I was just so mad that I wasn't happy. And like, meanwhile, I put like all my happiness on hold. Right. So I delayed my own happiness. And here's, you know, what happened. You know, like I finally got myself together and I made some of the best friends of my entire life. But then I only got to spend a few months with them because then we actually did move. Right. So you know, my, you know, we finally moved to Houston and my husband was like, get a job. And I was like, oh man, like a couple months later, I'm like, I really should have taken, I really took not working <laughs> for granted. Cause I'm like, oh man, I got to wake up at 5am every day and do this nine to five, um, you know, 40 hour a week thing. And, you know, I had had the opportunity to enjoy that time off, but I didn't. I didn't allow myself to be happy in the present moment because I, you know, I was resentful that I was there. Um, it was the present moment was different than what I had thought and what I had planned. And I just wasn't willing to adapt. Right? Adaptability is huge. So how can you enjoy your present moment right now, uh, no matter what it is, right? Find something, um, some way to enjoy it. Right? Another way you can enjoy the present moment is drop the comparison and right? stop comparing yourself to everybody or anybody else around you, because that's one of, if not the biggest energy suckers out of you, right? Instant vibration drop. And I did a whole podcast on comparison. So maybe scroll back to that one. But uh, speaking of scrolling, stop scrolling on social media, stop comparing yourself to others and instead choose to be proud of yourself instead. What are you really proud of yourself for? And it's okay to allow yourself to be proud. 
Hey, what's going really well for you? What did you absolutely just crush? What is one small progress that you can be proud of? Gratitude is huge. Another really amazing way to enjoy the present is to look around and think, hey, what am I thankful for? And write it down. Think of something daily, right? Coming back to gratitude is an instant vibration booster. And so is celebration. What can you celebrate right now, right? Did you hit a milestone? Celebrate it. Take a step forward, even if it's just one tiny step, celebrate it, right? Get off this hamster wheel, right? Focusing on the future and the next goal and celebrate the present moment and the present successes, right? And it's actually so important when you are on this kind of hamster wheel um, because if you've never, like, you'll, you get burned out because you're like, I'm going, 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 going. The end goal is so far away. It's like you don't even have like these small successes and wins to help fuel you. Right. So if you're going to enjoy the present and yourself in it, you got to learn to love yourself. Love yourself now. The good, the bad, the things that you're working on. You know, just love the good parts. Love all of it. And you find value in yourself. Value in your progress. And that brings me to the second one. The second way to be happy now is to value the present and then add value to it. How can you value the present? Again, we'll, you know, we'll go back to being proud and, and celebrating small wins, but how can you value the present moment? And the first step is just giving yourself a little bit of grace, right? Things don't have to be perfect in order for you to find value in them. And for anybody, you know, who is focused on, let's just say a a weight loss goal, you, you know, can, have you ever been like really down on yourself? You're like, oh man, like I'm not happy with my body right now. And then like years later, you look at a picture of yourself. You're like, oh man, especially like post pandemic. You're like, oh man, I looked really good then. But I just remember being like miserable during that time. It's because you didn't value yourself at the time. Wouldn't it have been nice to enjoy that moment? In the moment, not just afterwards, you're like looking back like, oh, man, I should have enjoyed that. But value progress, not perfection. Value growth, change and value the moment for what it's designed for. And even if it doesn't feel like sunshine and rainbows all the time, you know, value the lessons. Make sure you walk away with something. Right? Yeah, it's kind of like crappy time or this isn't working out for me. Uh, or this didn't go the way that I planned. So instead of jumping to the future, I'm going to look for what can I get out of this moment? And you kind of, you, you make it like a little rule. Like I am going to get something out of this. I'm going to value this moment. Even if it's not what I thought it was going to be, I'm going to ensure that I'm going to walk away with something. And once you begin to value the present, then you can Add value to it. Right? Don't wish your time away hoping to be in the future. Like me, you know, when I um, I'll be happy when I moved to when I moved to Texas. Um, I don't know. You can say so many things about this. Like I'll be happy when uh, the quarter is over or I'll be happy when busy season is over. Or, I'll be happy when lacrosse season is over. Or, I'll be happy when we go on vacation. I'll be happy when it's the weekend. Right. Who? constantly wishes their time away 
waiting for the weekend. Stop doing that. Enjoy Tuesday. Add value to Tuesday. Find value in Tuesday. How can you help someone? Uh, How can you add value to others? And if you want to get more out of life, begin thinking about how you can give more. And I promise you that the more value you, you get out of something and add to something, you're going to enjoy it more. Value and add value to the present. And in order to really in, enjoy and, and value the present, you can then choose to release the future, right? If you're really starting to enjoy and value the present, then you can start to release the future, which is actually the third way to be happy right now. Release the outcome. It's actually one of my favorite mantras. I release the outcome. Say it out loud. I release the outcome. I always say it after something that I really want. I'm like, I release the outcome. And this doesn't mean that you don't you know, have to have a plan or goals. It just means you lose the attachment to them, right? Lose the attachment to the plan. Lose the attachment to your desired result. If you lose the attachment, you gain happiness now, right? You gain trust now. If you let go of the attachment to the result, you are free, free from the boundaries that, that, you know, desired result holds over you. Have you ever wanted something to happen and then you actually get something even better? What would have happened if you were attached to that original result? the original one that you wanted, right? You might miss the things that are actually designed for you that are actually even better, even bigger. You got to remove that tunnel vision. And another mantra that I love is, I'm going to get what I want or something better. Say it out loud. I'm going to get what I want or something better. So be in tune with the present and the things that are going on now and allow yourself to be happy with them rather than just focusing on this one result that I absolutely need to happen. I'll be happy when this happens. And if you release that result, you release the future and you can enjoy and and value the present and be happy here. You can still want amazing things for your future and be happy now, even if they haven't happened yet, or even if they pan out a little differently than originally planned. I found this great article on Medium, actually, and I love Medium. And uh, the writer Christian Chasmer writes, happiness isn't this nice thing to have after you are successful. Science has actually proven that happiness precedes success. So happiness fuels success. It's the law of attraction, right? If you focus on being happy now and choose to be happy now, and if like energy attracts like energy, what do you get more of? What do you attract for the future? More happiness. It's like this concept of uh, heaven on earth, right? Uh, A Course in Miracles uh, actually which it's a really great spiritual text. It's really, really deep. It talks about this concept of, of heaven on earth, right? Happiness is not the prize. Happiness is a lifestyle, right? Um, it says, actually, you know, the concept of heaven on earth, it's 
it's in tons of religions where it's like, hey, you do all these things like check mark, check mark, check mark, and then eventually you end up in heaven or some type of utopia. And uh, of course, in miracles, talks about heaven on earth, right? It's no prize at the end. It's one of the actual lessons is called heaven is the decision I must make. Heaven is the decision I must make. Do you think that you can experience that feeling this heaven on earth? Can you enjoy your life and find happiness along the journey? Can you find excitement in the now? Or are you just delaying it all just so you can end up happy in the future? What's the point? What's the point of life if you are not going to enjoy the now? Stop waiting for life to happen. Life is happening right now. Experience feeling what you want to happen. Start getting excited now and allow yourself to uh, feel that happiness and excitement. That's a huge part of manifesting. It is, is seeing what you want and channeling those feelings now, right? That, that excitement and, uh, that, that happy energy and you create that positive energy flow into the now. Yes, it's great to have goals, but what in my life can I feel that same excitement about that same happiness about find something focus on now. And I promise you will be happy now. I believe that you can create your life. I do believe that you can create your fate. So to connect with more thoughts, more inspo, you can follow me on Instagram at Let's Create Your Fate or online at Let's Create Your If you love this episode, please, please, please um, do subscribe. Actually, Spotify now has uh, ratings and reviews. So if you could give me one of those, your honest thoughts, of course, uh, I would absolutely love that. That'll just help this podcast organically grow. And of course, send this to a friend. If you uh, think this episode might resonate with someone, please send that to them. And I would appreciate that so very much. It would help me so very much. So that's all I got for you today. But of course, if I could leave you with just one thing, it's this. Expect good things always and they will happen. Thanks for joining me today and I'll talk to you all soon. (laughs) 